There's also a question of how the media has behaved itself at the Oscar Pistorius trial. Now, you remember a couple of days ago, Judge Togozile Masipa issued a warning to media outlets covering this trial after a photo of the first witness appeared in newspapers and on a TV channel. There have been discussions going on, debates going on about whether or not she should have issued that warning. You remember she said that uh, the media will not be treated with kids' gloves uh, and that uh, people have absolutely no right to do that kind of thing. Was it correct? Was it not a correct decision? Uh, And one of the people that have participated in that discussion and the debate is Professor Anton Harbour, who is the Caxton Professor of Journalism and Media Studies at WITS. He's on the line for us now. Professor Harbour, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. And as you say, there's a serious debate among journalists and media commentators um, about the various measures in place at the court, about whether they're acceptable, whether they're right, whether they're restrictive whether they give us more freedom or less freedom. That's exactly the whole issue. But uh, to be honest with you, I just... Uh, I'm one of those people who believe that when Justice uh, Dunstan Mlambo uh, made that order, it was a progressive order that will change society forever and that we should really applaud him for making that order and comply with the conditions that he said. What do you think? It's certainly my view that it was a well-argued and balanced order. Um, um, I accept, some of my colleagues don't, but I accept that he did have to balance it with some limitations on what could be shown in order to protect witnesses. Uh, but certainly some of my colleagues uh, are wondering why you need those protections at all when what we really need is fully open justice. But is there merit in that, in that kind of debate? Because the issue here, for instance, let's go to Michelle Berger, is that a witness has a choice. A witness can either say, listen, you can show me or you cannot show me. Yesterday there was a professional boxer who was quite happy to be shown and that happened. So you've got to respect as much as, of course, we are for the right to uh, freedom of expression, but we are also for the right of individuals to say, I want to be shown or not be shown? Yes, look, I believe that um, uh, in injustice um, and the privacy of uh, the witnesses, um, I can accept that there are some restrictions on showing them. Uh, but as I say, that's highly contested. And, it, and it's particularly contested now that the order is extended, not just to pictures in court, um, but to any pictures. Um, once again, I thought the media was foolish to um, to so to test the judge um, by showing pictures of the witnesses, um, which was clearly against the spirit of the ruling. Um, but others um, uh, feel that um, you know we've always had the right to take pictures of witnesses coming in and out of court, and we lost that right in this case. Um, but I tell you what, I do question most. The one element I do question is whether the judge was right to limit. Um, uh, the coverage of of the accused, uh, Oscar Pistorius, his own evidence. Mm. Um, I think that uh, witnesses uh, are due some protection. I'm not sure why the accused is. But we must also be mindful of where we come from. And and you would know this when we had artists going to court and drawing impressions. And that's where we come from. The fact that we are now able to even show a little bit of Oscar Pistorius perhaps is some progress. Oh, it's enormous progress. I think it is a very important judgment that took us a long way forward to opening up the courts. And the, and the amount you're hearing of everyone discussing the finest details of the court case, I think people are learning an enormous amount about uh, complex cases like this in the legal system. So I think it's very positive and, very, and, and, and a big step forward. I suppose one's debating uh, the details uh, mm. in order to say whether it should go further the next time or whether this is far enough.
My worry, however, with that debate is whether or not it's just uh, uh, smoke and mirrors, red herring, subjective debates about what media has more access. Because there, there is that element as well of uh, uh, subjective business discussions. In other words, uh, people that will say, for instance, that uh, the print media doesn't have as much to show, as much to write about as does electronic media. But that's just the reality of, uh, of media today. Um, the quick instant uh, media and social media are right on top of it, can do it all, can do it multimedia. And uh, frankly, if the print media is not also working in multimedia, as many of them are, doing uh, major online stuff, but otherwise they are falling behind. Mm. But my worry is is that we need to separate the, those two then. If people are using this debate simply because they want to support their businesses, uh, that must be separated from a debate around principles of access to the criminal justice system. I think so. I think the issues here are ones of, of, of criminal justice uh, and of open justice. I think it's the public interest and the justice system which counts here it's not uh, the fact that uh, media want it or media like to have it. I'm afraid that's not the issue here.